When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Hello and welcome to it, a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. No, it's not. It's Fun Fact Thursday. That is tomorrow night. <laughs> Can't wait for that wonderful feature on the wireless. Scotty Sattler uh, in the house and also a special guest for the next couple of nights. Just brought out a, a brand new book. I've got a signed copy, which is very nice indeed. Whenever I save some money on new purchases, I'm a very happy man. Matty Rogers. Oh, thanks, Jace. It's a pleasure to be here. Good to have you in the studio. I thought we'd get a couple of blokes to talk about footy and, and of course, the Australian Test team just announced this week by Mal. Mm. Uh, and, of course, uh, Matty Rogers, of course, toured and played for Australia in a World 2000. Cup. 2000. I did. He had yeah. blonde hair. Some of the best days of my footballing career, I must say. We will get into that and your thoughts on the, uh, on the squad this year. Uh, it's going to be the most exciting Rugby League World Cup. Like, you look at the Samoan team, the Tongan team, the New, South, uh, the New Zealand team. I don't go much on the English team, but, geez, some of these these Pacific Island teams are amazing this year. This is going to be an amazing World Cup. Well, I just think it's a great move by those players to go back and represent the country of their heritage, and it just adds so much more to the spectacle. I, I mean, you look at rugby. I mean, if you, if you took all the Tongans and Samoans out of the all-black side, you'd have half a side. Mm. I mean, if they did that in rugby, it would make the, the spectacle a lot, lot better as well. But uh, it's great to see it happening in rugby league. Yeah. Sat, Absolutely. I love your initiative tonight. And What's this that? is our chance for our listeners to get involved. By the way, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, our SEN stations, uh, 693 on SENQ in Brisbane, 1170 SEN in Sydney, also 1620 on the Gold Coast, 1323 in Canberra. Also, hello to you if you're listening to the podcast now. Tonight's show is the best. It's the best you'll ever hear. You're going to really enjoy it. Sats's last laugh is amazing at the end of the show. I haven't even picked it yet. No, but this is the podcast. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, just in case <laughs> okay, someone's right. listening. Like, mm. They meant to f- want them to listen to the two hours of dribble. It's a hook and tea. It's, that's what we call it in the biz. Yeah. Uh, but one thing we want to do tonight, and Sats, you've come up with a great deal. We've got this wheel. The chocolate wheel? In the studio. Yep. And what, in that wheel, we have put a series of questions mm. that I want to ask, or we want to ask Maddie the Rat Rogers. Mm. Okay. One question might be, how did you get the nickname Rat? Good question. So um, we're going to spin that chocolate wheel, and you Next can question. also ask questions. We'll add them to the wheel. To Matty Rogers. Now, I've said this on, on air a number of times. I've emceed plenty of functions over since retiring, and I've been fortunate enough to um, interview plenty of people that are Australian sports people, men and women, and also international. I've got to say, this man is one of the most entertaining because he's... Mate, you can find a, an M, a function to MC. You, you love a junket, don't you? you well, love it. For some reason, wherever <laughs> I am, you end up there as well. So You're both cheap, I hear. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to book either Scott or Matt, give me a call 
On one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, I'm taking control of that those yep. bookings. So zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Send us a text through. Any question you want to add to the chocolate wheel? For Ooh. for Maddie Rogers, for Maddie Rogers oh, yeah. I feel like that's dangerous. Right, we'll talk about your new book and everything. I saw <laughs> yeah, you on a current cool. affair. I saw Matt Rogers and Do- Dodgy Plumbers. I thought, oh, has he changed? Industries. Yeah, he's, he's oh, a well, plumber you, now. You wouldn't believe the the messages I get when the, what I got when the promo came out. And, and your wife still haven't you paid? And your wife Chloe is wearing a Camilla. Yeah, she top. was. My Look wife, mate, my were. wife walked. Well, she used to be a manager at Camilla oh, in man. Queensland. She, she loves it. She walked past the screen. She went, "That's Camilla." It is. There it you is. Go. It's the only designer that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm right. Yeah. So you hear a lot of uh, sound drops tonight as well. It's right. called dribble. There was the the time Sats abused me. Mate, put your hand up. I know you've been away because. <laughs> Put what your hand that? up when you're going to push the button. It's incredible. And I went away for three weeks, as you know, Matty. I've been in yeah. Bali. And I come back and him and Badge have thought, oh, we've got this great concept. It's called Fun Fact Thursday, which you're going to be involved in. That was the first Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. So what Jace Fun does, Fact Thursday. Jace loves pushing these buttons. Thursday. Hang on. Shh. Matt, what's the How much fun can you have on a Thursday? Uh, so much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. So bad. Worst thing is ever. it Thursday or Thursday? Thursday. Because we're not right. on air Friday, so right, okay. no and, fun and, and for, That's the comedy, mate, the Thursday yeah. bit. Right. It's oh, not yeah. funny. It's hilarious. Mm. Hey, by the way, uh, Sats, before we get into the yes. stuff, you know I, I've been away and I've got you a gift. Okay. Have you got it, Jack? Yep. Yeah, Jack forgot. Uh, I've got you a gift. No, you need to put this on now. And, and <laughs> Is it a Bintang singlet? Yeah, I've got you a singlet. Yep. Shout out to Sats. My wife is awesome. <laughs> Now, you need to put that on, and we'll chuck up uh, the photo on the... Now, uh, my wife picked it out for Did you. Did you barter for that? I want to know how much you paid. Mate, she paid 10 bucks. That's said, way too much. Too much. Too much. Are you serious? Yeah, my wife... That's $2 any day of the week. Well, it's probably two. It's probably a dollar. It used to be 50 cents. Yeah. Prices in Bali are out of control. Really? We'll chuck that up on our on our social media, on Instagram and, and Facebook. You'll you only bought that. that because you've got a crush on my wife. Yeah, she's she's a good sort, Beck. <laughs> And she's also our office – this is the other thing you need to know too. Right. She's the office manager. She's in charge. She's the fire warden. Fire warden. And now she tells me today she's the first aid officer. Mm. Now, this is the woman during a fire – we had a, a fire alarm go off a couple of weeks ago. She took us to the danger area instead of the ex, ex, what is it, evacuation point. And didn't want to leave the office because she had emails to send. She is was that, close to what, the Wi-Fi. Yeah. What, does that, what does that mean that she thinks of you guys? She takes you to the danger area hoping mm, something right. goes down. That's ridiculous <laughs> tonight on the show. 0457 736 736. Um, if you've got her, that's ridiculous. For us, I know Maddie's got one as well. Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds has got a, a racing preview and also some tips tonight for Wenty Park. Starting from race four, we need to find out too if this dog that he's picked mm-hmm. is owned by Maddie Johns. Small Hands Maddie or something? Small Hands Johns? Johns. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to try and find out. He has got tiny hands, Maddie Johns. They're like a seven-year-old child. Okay. Uh, yeah. Labin, <laughs> what can't win? We'll get into that too. Uh, thanks to Betfair. Uh, and who is the unluckiest to miss out on uh, on a kangaroo spot? We talked about this last night, Sats. Well, no, we didn't talk about it at great length when I looked at some of the, the other names that have missed out. And I, I think it's a strong Australian kangaroo squad. I don't think it's the strongest we've seen in many years because, as Matty was just saying, there's been other cl- uh, players that have, um, I suppose, have joined themselves with their, their heritage, and which is great. And... Um, 
And so I looked at some of the names today. Uh, Sean Lane, did he – grand final, a lot of the Parramatta players are really quiet. But just based on the entire season and form, was Sean Lane unlucky? Uh, Hudson Young, he was on everyone's oh, lips. Oh, mate, he was he, he? dreadfully unlucky. Yeah. Um, Nico Hines, of course, Dally, and we spoke about that last night. Uh, Alex Johnston, 30 tries in consecutive years, first time in the history of, of rugby league. Uh, is he unlucky? Matty Lodge. Uh, Lindsay Collins was picked. Matty Lodge was outstanding in the, the back half of the season when going to the Roosters. Damien Cook we spoke about. Joy Arrow, loose forward, can play front row, back row, lock. Would be a really good bench player. So there's and, a few players there. Yeah, certainly Joy Arrow I think could have been a useful inclusion. Given the fact that he can play up front, it's probably where we're skinniest mm. as an Australian side is in the front row. Yeah. Mm. All right, who do you think? Go four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or if you want to give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seven. You've got to mention as well, uh, SEN's build up to the T Twenty World Cup. Of course, we are an official broadcaster of that. Join Sammy Hargraves and Darren Berry tonight from six o'clock Queensland time, seven o'clock daylight savings time. As Australia faces the West Indies live from Metricon Stadium on the Goldie tonight, catch every ball the 2022 ICC T20 World Cup live on SEN and the SEN app. SEN, your home of cricket. So those stations, uh, all our SEN stations will be leaving us after the first hour of the show. So we we just, we actually don't have to talk about much in the second hour, boys. So we'll put all the good stuff in the first hour. Yep. How's that sound? No, we won't do that at all. Right, NRL update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, Sat spoke to you about this a little bit earlier today, and I want to get your thoughts and you too, Rat, on 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 the Panthers. They've got a lot of players that are available to other clubs from November one this year. How are they going to keep all their big stars together? That's or, the hardest thing. To or do. should they let them go? No, we don't want to let them go. You want to try and keep them together. We saw the great Broncos sides for so many years. Players stayed for a lot less, and um, whether it was paper bags being delivered, we're not quite sure. But they wanted to be part of a club that that won premierships and. And they did that on, on a number of occasions. Now, the Panthers are in this exact same situation, aren't they, Rat, where you've got guys like Brian Toto, uh, they've got Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin, Charlie Staines, Spencer Lean, all available to chat to rival clubs as of November 1. Now, I'm led to believe that Charlie Staines may go to the West Tigers a year early. Uh, Spencer Lean, who is going to be very sought after as of November 1 for 2024, and... Looks like Liam Martin may be close to signing another deal, but Brian Toto and Stephen Crichton. So I'm going to ask you, the decision is, do you want to stay at a club and play finals and become part of a potential dynasty? Yeah. Or now that you've won two comps, do you say, I'm going to chase the payday? It's a tough one, but I think the decisions on both sides of the fence here, the, the, the Penrith Panthers aren't just a, a, a great first grade side. They want the first team ever to win every grade. So... Mm. Do the Penrith Panthers pay, you know, top dollar for the players that they've got or do they trust and believe in the system that they've created where they can bring up players from that under-21s team or from their, you know, reserve-grade winning team to fill those voids? I think, you know, the key is your core, your spine, you know, your front row. Uh, If you can keep that together and you can keep that solid, um, you can have role players in positions that can, you know, fill, fill holes for you. Uh, the challenge is, you know, do the players take the money or do they take less money to stay? Or do the Panthers, you know, look to those junior grades and see what players they've got that they can develop and into first-grade football? As the reality is, um, they're not going to be able to keep everyone. Uh, which players mm. do they let go 
and which players do they keep? That's going to be the question. Because he can create blockages. You're talking about these really good pathways, yeah. these players coming through, and if they continually start looking at the NRL side, who are an average age of, what, 24 and a half, yep. and they start saying, well, I'm not really going to get a shot up there for another three or four years, so I'll go look elsewhere. Because we know players are impatient these days, aren't they? They want to be playing first grade at 18 or 19. Well, I, mean, I think that had a lot to do with why Reynolds left the Rabbits. Yep. I mean, the Rabbits didn't want to offer him a long-term deal because they had a young up-and-coming half there. And if they keep Reynolds, then they potentially lose him, which could be you know, a 10, 12, 15-year halfback for the club. So it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a chess game. And, um, you know, both sides of, you know, uh, as in the players and the administration have some, some big decisions to make. But right. certainly players uh, you'd, you'd want to keep at the Panthers. 0457-736-736. What do you think? Uh, World Cup Challenge could be back as well. This is uh, going to be interesting with the World Cup year, whether they'd subject players to travelling again and playing against the UK Super League champions. Of course, with COVID, it, it, it disappeared, the World Club Challenge. Uh, this year, if it's going to be played early next year, it would be, of course, St. Helens up against Penrith. Probably. Penrith haven't had good luck with the World Cup Club Challenge. No, so the last two, 1991, they played a week after the grand final. Right. After winning the comp in 1991. Good luck getting MG and them on a, on a, <laughs> on a plane <laughs> a couple be of days. Over. <laughs> yeah. And Brandy and, and co. And then in 2003, they travelled in 2004 in January to play Bradford. Now, John Lang and... Good mate of yours, Langy. Yeah, good Cronulla man fella. as well. Uh, Langy, the guys, the players are telling me, because I'd moved on and went to the West Tigers, and the players are telling me that Langy said, okay, we're going over for nine or ten days. We're not going to drink. It's going to be just oh. all focused about rugby league. And so they landed and they trained straight away to get their legs legs ready and uh, get over the jet lag. And so day two, I'm laying in bed, and about three o'clock in the morning our time, I get this phone call, and it's Gower and Waterhouse and Lewis and all of them. Just blind in the back streets of Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> that went out the window, and Bradford beat them pretty comprehensively. Actually, mm. yeah, it's a it's a great concept. I, I do like it, but it's just a matter of timing. Big, big year for all all international players. Yeah. A lot of them are playing um, in the World Cup, so it's going to be a tough one. How about this? I can't wrap my head around this unless he's struggling for some coin, and I don't know this. But Ryan Madison has taken a three week suspension over a four thousand dollar fine. From yes. the grand final. So it was the third time Madison's been charged and the NRL brought in that new rule that uh, that allowed players to commit a third offence in a finals match to pay a fine in place of suspension. Why Why would you take a three-match suspension well, over a $4,000 fine? You know, I, we don't know the reason, but I want to get – we've got a lot of Parramatta fans that listen to this. Even if you're rugby league fans listening to the show, 0457 736 736, why would you take – the fine as the, the suspension over the fine. Now, what I'm reading between the lines is he was charged with a crusher tackle. Now, don't get me started on the crusher tackles. Yeah, you know, I don't think players should be suspended for long periods of time for a crusher tackle. Or fined. Yeah, which is not <laughs> intentional. So, a crusher tackle on Dylan Edwards in the grand final. First and foremost, I don't think he should have been cited and suspended for it. But I'm starting to think, well, he thinks he didn't do anything wrong, and why should he give the NRL money? Is yeah, it, I well, think that's well, his angle. Uh, and I get that, but you know what he's doing is is, is by not paying the fine to the NRL is, is he's he's taking away from his team and his Parramatta supporters. I mean, they, they, and they've lost Papali'i and they're going to need. I mean, you think about the start of their year. I mean, they could be three and zero when he oh, oh and three when he comes back. They, mm. they they need. I mean, how many players did they lose? Eight players. Or yeah, something? they've lost four top liners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to need all hands on deck come the start of the year for him to to forego. You know. 
three games. Um, it's mind-blowing to me. It really is. But, and, you know, look, I, I read he said, you know, he's got life stuff that he has to deal with and I don't know, maybe – I don't know. Maybe he lost playing cards or something. He's a bit short, or I don't, who knows? I mean, yeah. it's a it's a tough one. But I mean, look, I, I'm not in his shoes, so it's hard to. But I, but I agree with you, Sats. A crusher tackle is it's a blight on the game in return to in 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 terms of how it's policed. If a player turns his back and is backing into you to make yards, you should have every right to fall on them. And they drop their weight. And they drop their weight. Yeah. I mean, where are you meant to go? Are you meant to get out of their way and come around the other side of them and jump on their front? I mean, it's. It is a. There's a few things in the game that you know has a lot of people scratching their heads, and I think that's certainly one of them. Yeah, exactly. What about Ray Price? Sad news. Confirmed he has dementia. This is back on the back of uh, Mario Fennick. Is I mean we're we're trying to get rid of the head knock in the game, and you're never going to get rid of it. No, Acc- you're never going to. Accidents uh, happen. Well, we are going to see Jace's because of the you know the parameters they have put into the game. We are going to see a lot less in. 15, 20, 30, 40 years' time. We're going to see a lot less players that are hopefully suffering from dementia, Parkinson's, whatever it may be. But, you know, he played in an era like Mario did, like like Rat's dad did, like my father did, who it was just – it was catch or be killed. Yeah, part, part and parcel of the game. Yeah. I mean, it, and it wasn't that they wanted to see guys get hurt. It was just the nature of the game. And I, and I think, you know, it, the, the league's doing some good things in relation to try to limit that. But um, – the nature of the game is, you know, there's going to be head knocks. Let me put this to you then, boys. Should we get to a stage where it's compulsory to wear headgear in the game to help prevent? You'll never rule it out, but it may it I may think it, soften some I of think, the blows. I think it may come in at anyone that's playing 17 and under level when the brain is not fully developed yeah. yet. Oh, I don't think it's a, it's, it's a bad idea. I mean, it's certainly something that you'd have to get used to if you've never worn it, but um, look, you're talking about you've only got one brain. Uh, you want to protect mm. it, and if that's going to do it, and you know, put a bit more uh, onus on the player to protect themselves, then I, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, we're going to talk to Maddie a little bit later on about how good tools are overseas, and outside of contact of the head, he's done a fair bit of damage <laughs> to the noggin on on those uh, those trips as well. I've just yeah. got a text message from one of my former teammates. I'm not going to disclose who it is, who was in that World Club Challenge Penrith side, and he said. Yeah, we were inebriated the whole week before the game. <laughs> Langy ruled with an iron fist. You can see everybody listened. <laughs> How is Craig? Is he good? No, it's not. It's not, okay, it's right, not the pig. Checking. No, it's not the pig. That's oh, not him. Mate. All right. Yeah, uh, I hated to drink the pig. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. This is Sports Day. Australia's most wanted, the key uh, EV6 and Kia Sportage cars of the year. We're going to go to a break. Before we do, uh, a text here, 0457 736 736. Evening, it's Michael from Logan. On the players leaving Penrith, Kikau and Curacao are not local juniors. Coincidence or not? Yeah, Billy Kikau, obviously, from from Fiji, then went to the North Queensland Cowboys, played in their under-20s side up there, along with Brandon Smith and Caelan Pong. They had a great junior development up there. But um, um, with... With Appy Karoyasau, for him, it's his, it's his biggest payday. Yeah. And Penrith have said, we don't want you to go, but we understand you deserve – and he's won two, three comps three now. Comps, he won yeah. 2014. He was yeah. South Sydney. So, Yeah, got, yeah. A, got a lucky call up when yeah. Isaac Luke got injured and uh, yeah. he earned himself a ring, which is – yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's got anything to do with it. I just think it's a, a nature of the circumstances. There's been offers on the table and 
uh, you know, I think both sides that they're going to are going to benefit greatly by their inclusions. We're adding questions for the rats uh, to the chocolate wheel as we speak. Did you want to read Glenn's one? He said, no, 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 we've got to... Oh, we're not going to chuck Glenn's on the chocolate wheel. Why would we? It's well, this is just rubbish. a teaser. He this, says, bloke, this bloke's an idiot. Hey, <laughs> g'day, Justin, Badge and Maddie. Question for the chocolate wheel. Hey, Maddie, did you know you're not working with Jason? You're working with Justin. And can you educate him why? No, Justin. no, not at all. We, well, he interviewed. No. <laughs> Badge and I couldn't come in to do this interview with Australian cricketer Cameron Green one day. Right. So Jace just said, oh, okay, well, I'll do it. And so as he gets him Talk on about air, for the team, Matty. Yeah, he said, player, of course. he said, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show, Cameron Green. This is his response. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, Matty. Oh, it's nice to be here, Justin. Thanks for the invite. And I, I'm, I'm loving it at the moment. Tell him that justice is waiting for him. He's waiting for you. <laughs> okay, Justin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Another button. I, oh, I have yeah, done nothing it. but cursed Cam Green ever since. And yeah. every time he doesn't get a wicket or doesn't get a run, I just celebrate. <laughs> it's a sports day. Back in a moment, your chance to ask Matty Rogers any question. We're going to talk about kangaroo tours and all that sort of stuff next. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Get your texts in 0457 736 736. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Actually, we're being joined by Dual International Survivor contestant, author, uh, what else? Dad. Triathlete. Dad, yeah, dad triathlete. Dad. Is there Grandfather. Anything? Grandfather, congratulations. Really? Yeah, I am, yeah. And, Who? and soon to be another grandfather. Skylar had a little boy a year really? ago and my son Jack. Skylar? Well, his partner's about to have a little girl. You're not yeah. even 50, Rat. I know, mate. I, I made my dad a grandfather at 40, and I remember him saying to me, mate, I'm 40, I'm about to be a grandfather. Well, my daughter made me a grandfather at 45, but wow. it's awesome. Love wait, it. wait, Best S- age. Skylar. Skylar. The little. She's 23 now, mate. Holy She's... hell. Mate, you're getting on too, you know. Like, no, I'm not. Grey hair. And... <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know my twins are 15. I can't believe it's it. Nuts, isn't it? It is. It's crazy. Hey, listen, we're going to ask you some questions. Right. 0457-736-736. Sats has arranged some questions on the chocolate wheel. Let's go with the first one. What are we like? Oh, can't ask that. Mm. Here we go. Oh. oh, here's a good one, Sats. That's rough. Okay. Now, I love hearing your story about when you first met the Queen, and we're not going to go into that entirely because it's, it's a great, probably for another day when you've got a whole segment. But how did you feel when the Queen, you heard that the Queen had passed away and you were the last person to steal from her? <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Can I tell you, I, 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 Anthony George, cameraman for the, you yep. know, he, a lot of people know him in sport. He follows a lot of teams and he's just a legend of a bloke. He cut up a little piece of me when I met her and I posted it the day before she died. Oh, wow. And, mate, the amount of messages I got saying, you killed the Queen, I was wow. devastating. Have you, still got the, uh, have you still got the spoon no, that you I, stole I, from Buckingham? I, I, um, I, I had to give them back. I, I, I uh, yeah, it, I mean, the story You didn't give the, them all back, I, Matt. Did you? Uh, is, is, what's that one? <laughs> it's all right, she's dead I, I'm now. Not, I'm not sure if... Um, <laughs> I don't know what what, what is it that that time frame when you steal and you oh, can't get in trouble yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, one, yeah. I'm not sure whether that's over yet, <laughs> particularly right. uh, with the with the monarchy. But no, I um I I did deal something from Buckingham Palace. I got caught. Fortunately, it didn't become headline news, and um yeah, I, I snuck out of the country. All right, next question, Sats. Can, can we take one from a from a listener? Yep. Okay. Uh, what was your? F- Here we go. Uh, 
Todd from Silverdale. I used to live in Silverdale. Uh, Maddie, love your work, legend. What was your first meal after leaving Survivor? I wouldn't say it was a meal. Um, I got back to the Jury Villa and I'd been talking on the show for the entire time about Monte Carlo biscuits. All yep. you do is think about food and they're my favourite biscuit. And um, I got back to I got back to the villa and the production had put two packets of Monte Carlo biscuits on oh, my nice. bed and I just tore through both packets. Mm. Didn't last five minutes. It was, um, yeah, you do some eating when you come out of there. How far, additional question, survivor question, yeah. how, how far away is the resort from the actual, from the actual, uh, what do they call it? Camp. Uh, camp. Uh, mate, the, the, the camp is, it's in a really remote part of this big, big island and um, yeah, it's about 40 minute drive, but when you're in the camp, you, you, you could be anywhere. There's nothing around you. You can't, we, I, I did sneak out of camp once um, and we set up a little bit of a, because like, I knew when I, when I was coming back into camp from a challenge, I could see a pawpaw tree. So I snuck out one night and stole some pawpaws and brought them back. But um, <laughs> there's nothing around you. But, uh, yeah, any, any, you, you become – I know how – you know when they talk about prisoners? Yeah. Uh, when mm-hmm. they're in jail, they just become like, okay, how can I get out of here? Yep. That you, you become like that. Like everywhere you go, you're looking for food. You're looking for ways to steal it. You're looking for ways to – get around production to, to benefit you. It's, um, it, it puts you in quite a unique mindset, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Right, yeah, here we go. Yeah, on a deserted island with no food. Sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Gav from Penrith. He says the World Club Challenge should be played in America. Halves travel time for both sides. And then he goes, also, I'd love to hear Matty Rogers' memories of the 2000 World Cup. What was the go with your bleached hair? You bleached it blonde, didn't you? I know it was, and the reason being, it wasn't because I wanted to dye my hair blonde. I'd actually dyed it black prior to dyeing it blonde, and the reason was you either had to grow facial hair or you had to shave your head. Hmm. So grow a beard or a mo. I was, I mean, I couldn't couldn't grow facial hair at the time. So I dyed my hair black. I came back to the hotel and Freddie said, no, mate, either shave it or dye it blonde because that's not going to pass. <laughs> it's nearly your same. It's nearly the colour of your hair. So <laughs> I went and dyed it blonde and, um, mate, you know what sucks? The, 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 you know, one of the greatest achievements in my sporting career, I'm holding up the League World Cup and I've got this blonde hair and it's just a, <laughs> it's a shocker. So, yeah, anyway. Mate, could, did you ever, again, can I ask a question, Reether? Every time I saw you in any jersey, what what's the go? We couldn't they find a, a small enough jersey yeah, for you, mate? It was horrendous, wasn't it? Like I, I scored a few tries like back in those on. days, mate. <laughs> it was like wearing a big potato sack, mm. and mate, that, back in those days, those like those heavy cotton ones. Remember yeah, what yeah, we used yeah. to wear, and mate, it'd get wet. It'd weigh eight kilo, <laughs> so it got me over the eighty kilo mark, which was good. But no, mate, I I I reckon. I'm, you could probably chalk up an extra 20 tries in my career had they given me a tight jersey. You got ragdolled a fair bit, didn't a lot. you? See, I remember 1999, we played as round eight. I'll never forget. We played Cronulla at Penrith Park. And we beat them 18-16. Nice work. But we, we, picked, we'd won seven on the trot at that had point. Two. Yeah, had yeah. two. And he picked up a ball like on our try line, grubber across the field, picks up, runs 198 metres to score a try. And I remember just trying to chase valiantly and, and <laughs> Robbie Beckett was chasing he it. Was. And I vividly remember... <laughs> being nowhere near him, but looking at him from behind and going, and he looked like he had these big bat wings because the jersey was so big from behind. I thought, what's the go with that jersey? It was horrendous, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Mate, but you just think, who, like, what sporting genius came up with the idea, let's put these yeah. guys in the thickest, heaviest jerseys yeah. and don't worry about them fitting them. They'll, they'll work it out. <laughs> just just look up Matty, Matty uh, Rogers' tries on YouTube. Every single try he scores, he's wearing a jersey three sizes too big. Mm. Right, back to the chocolate wheel. Okay, here we go. 
Okay, this is a bit of a, a two-parter. I was going to ask this question also, but we've got, we've got one here from uh, one of the listeners um, in relation to Kangaroo Tours, World Cup Tours, um, St. Boyd 2HD, he's listening to us. Um, he says, uh, can you tell us your favourite memory from one of your tours to Great Britain? Oh, mate, they, they, were, they were amazing trips. I mean, the 2000 World Cup, the team that we had um, was just amazing. We ended up winning the tournament um, at Old Trafford back when Manchester United were at its peak. Um, but probably the most vivid memory is a place called Majestic Nightclub in Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> the hotel we stayed in was across the road and that was like our clubhouse. We knew we had to aim up in week one against England. We played them at Twickenham. We, 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 we beat them handily, but then we had five weeks until we'd make the final and we knew we'd be playing New Zealand in the final. So um, Chris Anderson was the coach. He said, boys, I don't care what you do. He said, but Billy Johnson's going to be training you three mornings a week. You don't know what three mornings they are. And if you don't aim up and you miss a time, there's no more going out and having a good time. So there was some, mate, the encouragement from all the boys that you'd see when some of the guys had been out, they'd rock up the train the next day and you go, oh, no, we're in trouble here. But everyone got behind each other, pushed each other to the point where um, there was a lot of bodily fluids coming out of people during those sessions, but no one missed any times. We had a wicked, we had, we had an amazing trip. Um, we won the final pretty comfortably in the end and uh, – they got to raise the World Cup trophy, which was which was amazing. What year? It was 2000? 2000. 2000. Jeez, what were the big hits back in 2000? Well, that songs? you would have been, yeah, like you would have been. Spice Girls. Oh, you weren't cutting a move to wannabe oh, for the Spice mate, Girls, were you? Huge. You would have had glow sticks and everything. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. they, they were very rarely shirts on when we were in Majestic Nightclub, I can assure you. Small shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long socks. <laughs> Rightio. Yeah. Uh, one more before we go to a okay, break. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, I like this one. This is from Azza in Goulburn. He says, your famous dad, legend of rugby league, can you tell us what it was like him watching you play rugby union? Oh, mate, he, <laughs> he didn't watch. He, he, he watched one game. I'll tell, I'll tell you the game he came to. I, I, I actually watched two. I, I, I booked him a ticket to come over and watch the 2006 um, final mm-hmm. against, uh, against the Crusaders when the Waratahs made the final. But he came to the 2002 um, Bledisloe Cup, the game where we won the Bledisloe in You scored the winning try. Scored the try. Yep. I went up to him after the game and said, mate, what do you think? And he goes, oh, it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> 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 and, my, and my mate, my, or his friend and my friend, Penny, who was with him, just ripped him. He's like, mate, you, un, you bloody rude bastard, you know. And just Anyway, he goes, oh, no, mate, well done, you know. But he just, mate, despised it. Like he, he thought watching rugby, rugby union back then – was actually like watching rugby union now, mm. which is hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you said to me once it's when tough. you arrived at the Titans in 2007, coming back from rugby, and it was a difficult part of your life, and coming back to rugby league. And I remember sitting down and talking to you about rugby, and you said, Sats, I only played 50 tests for my country, and I still didn't know all the rules. Mate, it's just different <laughs> for every referee you get, depending on which hemisphere you're in, northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere. It's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard work. Like you, just, you get a penalty, at a, particularly at a scrum or in a ruck or in a moor, you just got to, all right. <laughs> we had this argument with Badge, didn't we? Like yeah. A few weeks ago saying, mate, there northern, are different southern hemisphere. He yeah. wouldn't believe us that there were different rules well, in mate, rugby. Mate, we got penalised. We were winning the game by two points against the Wellington Hurricanes. I think it might have been two. Actually, that was 2006. 2005 went to the final. It's the semi-final. We're up by two. We get They do a short kickoff. Doesn't go 10. We get the scrum. There's, a, there's 30 seconds to go. We've got the ball. We're packing the scrum. We pack it, go to feed the scrum, and we get penalised. 
they kick a goal, win the game, go to the final and play the Crusaders. I'm still scratching my head about that. I'm like, why would we infringe here? Like, we have the ball. Yeah. We're, we're winning the game. Like, it's just. Did you see the Wallabies in South Africa recently? Nobody, <laughs> like... But, you know, no, nobody, it's like the, the game is so big in Europe. And yeah. the IRB just don't really give a rip about it. Like down, well, they care, but I mean, they're not going to change any rulings or anything down here for the sake of the game. Mm. All the money's made over there, so it's uh, it's tough, mate. The, the boys here suffer a little. Right, yeah. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. More questions for the rat. Matty Rogers are joining us for a couple of nights here on Sports Day. Uh, we'll get to more of those very very soon. This is Sports Day. <laughs> Sports Day with Sats and Jace. The Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, we've got Dual International Matty Rogers with a couple of, for us with with us for no, a couple of nights. No, the Godfather. Oh, the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What's the go- oh from uh, Survivor? Yes. Yep. How yeah. that how that nickname come about again? Oh, I just kept voting people out, and I would yeah. tell them. Yeah, good on you. Going home. Stir Actually, production said to me, "You got to stop telling them." I'm like, "Why? Like, I don't have to lie. Like, I can tell them, and if they're good enough, they can vote me out. Mm. If yeah, they, they can like rally that. the troops." Yeah, Toronto, but they're gone. Right. How do they vote you out? With Toronto, no, well, 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 they would mm. like I had it. Like it happened a couple of times. Someone would come over and go, "Mate, are you, you going to vote for me tonight?" I'm like, "Yep, you're going home." Instead of I just suddenly wanted to, be, I, you know, straight like, through the front door. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, perfect. You, you're going home unless you can flip it. You know, like I, I felt bad lying to them. Hmm. So yeah, that's how it went down. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And and the Godfather, the part two of that is, did you put coconuts in their bed instead of horse heads? No. What I would do is I'd make a little bracelet. Right, and I'd rip it off my bag, and I'd make a little bracelet, and then I'd give them like I'd be friends with them, and I'd give them a bracelet, and then that night they'd get voted out and go. Oh, home. it's the bracelet of death. Yeah, yeah it, was. it is. Wow. It's yeah. like a, a, a little noose. <laughs> <laughs> Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Uh, just a quick sports update, boys. Um, the cricket. Geez, not a very big crowd at Metricon Stadium. Live well, no action. No one knew about it. I didn't know about it until 5 o'clock today when a mate texted me. He said, you want to come to the cricket? And I thought, I can come in here with you guys mm. or I can go to the cricket. Geez, I was close to going to the cricket. Mm. Thanks was it that. a corporate box? <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was a, if it was corporate, that, you'd be yeah, there. Yeah, that was uh, – yeah, I don't, I don't do – You don't – you don't <laughs> – wow, how's that? How's that? What a life Matty Rogers leads. Like, seriously, he plays golf off one – Mm. doesn't sit in the stands. Well, Satch, you don't Plays sit in the stands. champion. You didn't no, I do. It. Thank you very much. I've gone to the Gold Coast Titans games when I've got time off and yeah. just get paid for the Grab the microphone and just walked out onto the field. And gone and sat <laughs> behind the goalpost. I loved it. <laughs> go to the South Sydney games as well. Just pay and go and sit behind you the goalpost. You don't pay. You use your media pass. What I, a load of rubbish. I actually don't. I actually don't. Hey, um, we're going to talk about the uh, outside of the cricket, which hasn't stopped yet. I've got to say, the Australian side is stacked. Yeah, you know, Paddy Cummins, Dave Warner. Well, I think they've got five more games until the World Cup. So yep. I think they've got to get it right. Yep. Australia's won the toss, uh, and they will field first at Metricon. All that action coming up in around about 20 minutes' time. Catch it live uh, on SEN. Wild weather forecast, boys, for Bathurst. Yep. Um, I feel sorry for those blokes who have buried their beer. Uh, on the hill, because what happens, Matty, they bury their bit. Because you're only allowed – it's sad. I think you're only allowed one case per day per person now 
a Bathurst. Well, one case per day per person. I mean, that, that's got to be enough, right? That's a restriction. That's that's It's got to be against the law in Bathurst. Well, just make sure they're full strength. That's all I can say. Don't now, well, they bury their beer months prior, so then they dig it up. <laughs> that's hilarious. So they get, just to get more beer. We've well, wow. got a text here ending in 736. So you know what is ridiculous, and we have got that's ridiculous a little bit later on. Um, Barony, I, I don't know if that's misspelt, B-A-R-I-W-N-E-Y. And Jesse from Darwin, we're a Bathurst, unpowered site, no heating, and probably the wettest Bathurst in 50 years. But they'll love every minute of it. Yeah, they're a pretty rugged bunch. The, yeah, the VH absolutely. Fans, getting 200, up on that hill. and 200,000 expected this weekend. Dick Johnson's 1,000th race. It could end up like a Woodstock. You know, like all sliding down the hill and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and there's probably a lot of Woodstock being consumed too. Just, <laughs> just quietly. No, that's not a. That's not a. Thing. No, I'm not getting paid to say that. And kids don't try that at home. Uh, that is our sports update for you. 60 years of family culture. Join Robson, uh, the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime A-League update. Footballers here. It's back this weekend. Izuzu Utes uh, A-League kicks off 7th of October. Experience it live. Search A-League tickets. Just quickly run through the games. Uh, Central Coast Mariners take on Newcastle Jets at Central Coast Stadium on Saturday 4 o'clock. And at the same time, well, daylight saving, got to take that in consideration, uh, the Brisbane Raw, who have signed a deal with SEN, mm-hmm. uh, SENQ and, and, and SEN uh, today, proud partners, they'll take on MacArthur and they're back at Suncorp Stadium for a handful of games this year. So that's happening as well. Sydney FC will take on Melbourne Victory at Allianz. Jeez, that'd be nice playing Sydney FC's first game at the brand new stadium in Sydney. That'd yeah. be nice. That'd be very nice. Beautiful stadium. 6.45 on Saturday. Uh, did you pay for your tickets there or...? No, that's when we call games. So use your media pass Again, for that one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and Sunday, two o'clock, Western Sydney Wanderers will take on Perth Glory at Combank Stadium. Better get to a break. This is Sports Day. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Uh, we're going to do our lay bin segment uh, with Maddie and Sats, and also more of your texts on the way next. Sports Day with Sats and Jace, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. We've got uh, Matt Rogers and Scotty Sattler in the uh, studio tonight, and we're just uh, living. Always current. Oh no, that's the wrong thing. I'll get to. What was that? All right, look, I'm trying to be creative. And I'm playing a bit of Spice Girls for Matty, reliving oh. his uh, time oh. on the Kangaroo. I'll have the shirt off and on top of the table. Hey, what was the other nightclub in Leeds? It was called. Oh, mate, it was only oh. majestic. It was like three levels, laser shows. It was wow. church. The super. The that's, chapel. That's the church. In, that's in London. And that's in London. Sunday is it? morning. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a day club, is it? Yeah. <laughs> You're a bad man, Seth. <laughs> Uh, lay bin segment. I'll bring this back on uh, track here. Find better odds on spring racing at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, Matty, this is where we predict something. We're going to bet against something winning. Yeah. All right, lay betting. That's yep. what that is. So, Sats, do you want to kick it off? I'm going to say India winning the T20 World Cup. Ranked number one in the world in T20. So, India will win the T20 World Cup, which is not. Matty oh, yeah. Rogers. At, what's the name of the nightclub in Leeds again? The Majestic. Majestic. Yeah, Majestic. In his tight shorts, no shirt, and a glow stick. Matty. If you want my future, 
I'm going to say, this is one of the top three worst groups in the history of music. Wow. I'm not sure the uh, records yeah. agree with you. Yeah. And they all live in their castles. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, any reunion tours, would you go on a... I mean, you know when they come and do all the tours. Would They're you back do together, a, you know. Would you do Are a they? Spice? Yeah, but Posh is not there. I didn't, I, didn't do a, I didn't do a first time tour. <laughs> I wouldn't do a reunion tour. <laughs> but you've got to pick one. Would you pick oh. them? Uh, or now? No, no. So oh. let's say these three. These are your three choices. Okay. You've got Spice Girls, Indecent Obsession. What's in it? Is that a group? An Australian oh, group. They were awesome. They were yeah, awesome. It was too, yeah. Or the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, uh, Nicole Zerzinger. No, no, not on looks. Oh. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. That was I'm, creepy, wasn't I, it? Are you forcing me to pick one? Yes. I don't even know. I, I mean, I know that I'm definitely not going to the Spice Girls. Pussycat Dolls had some good, yeah, they did. good songs, didn't they? They did. Yeah. I don't. Right. I don't remember. What so, would were. you choose the Pussycat Dolls? Well, I guess Pussycat if you force me. Mm. Say, I would choose the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Okay. Jack, there's a promo. Okay, uh, <laughs> Matty Rogers, uh, text message here ending in four seven three. We haven't finished the segment, leads. by the way. Back to basics. Back to basics. Is that a don't don't remember it? No. No, there was there was only one place and one place only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm way, saying India won't win the World Cup, even though they're ranked okay. number one. Well, on that as well, then I'm laying Australia won't win the oh, T20 man, World I, Cup. I'm, I'm laying New Zealand won't win the Rugby League World Cup. There's so much talk about them. I, I, I just can't. I just think Australia will be too good. Too much class in the back end. I think yep. New Zealand will struggle in the halves. Just on that, have a listen to their New Zealand front row rotation. Nelson Asafa Solomana, Joseph Tarpany, James Fisher Harris, Moses Leota, Joe Maria Hargraves, Jesse Bromwich. It's pretty it's, handy. It's a pretty handy front row, isn't it? Mm. Samoa look really good. Tonga, well, they're. And Samoa are the dark now. horse if they yeah. can keep everybody healthy on, yeah. the, on the park. And, and keep them away from the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> because when, mi- now, how many minutes can some of those big boys play? Because well, they play in the NRL and they get, you know. I know, was it two World Cups ago, I think it was, the Samoan players, they came back to their – and I know Ricky Stewart was filthy about it. I think Junior Bala and uh, Bolo and Josh Papa Lee came back really overweight. They were in a good paddock. Yeah, they were in a good paddock. Yeah. <laughs> Swallowed a wheelie bin while they were away. <laughs> That's our lay-bin segment, by the way. Uh, head to Betfair for live markets on Caulfield Guinness Day, Guineas Day, I should say. Uh, and back or lay bet gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Some more texts coming through. Okay. So we can ask Matty Rogers anything tonight. Anything. Okay, ending on 040. Hi, guys. Oh, no, it's Nath from Bora Ridge. Could you ask Matty how he puts up with ex-pro surfer Denny Wills on his triathlons and how's oh, their friendship these days? It's very good. Willsy is a uh, – mate, he's a weapon. We call him Chucky because he looks like a little Chucky doll. Um, but we grew up together, Willsy and I. We, we is he a cr- to, what, a no, no, boy? No, no. When I, used, I, I lived in Lennox Head for a, a few too. years and I, I surfed for the bar board riders with Danny. He went off and did his pro surfing thing for many years and I went off and played footy and we sort of rekindled a friendship a few years back. But um, – Mate, he is a tenacious little bugger. I know, I can tell you that, but great fella. Nice. All right, good, good work there. Hey, listen, after the break, mm-hmm. uh, our SCN stations, by the way, are leaving us now to go to the T20 match between Australia and the West Indies live from Metricon Stadium. So you can uh, listen to that game on SCN or the SCN app. Of course, all our super radio network stations will be staying with us. Um, Rooster Muzz, one of our regular listeners, Matt, has put together his greatest ever uh, kangaroo side. Let's discuss that. Okay. After yep. the break, get your thoughts and opinions on that. Um, good to see your old man is in Rooster Muzz's team. Oh, the Prince that. of Centres. Yeah, there we go. Oh. We'll get to that real soon. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Back in a moment.
Sports Day with Sats and Jace, the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to it. Second big hour of the show. We've got Sats and Matty Rogers here tonight. If you want to ask the boys a question, mm. particularly the rat, we've got him for a couple of nights. Uh, text number is 0457 736 736. Of course, uh, Matty, a dual international, a survivor of Survivor mm. uh, and an author. <laughs> New book out today. It's yep. called A Father's Son. Yeah, yeah, it came out today. It was actually ready a year ago, but it got put back because of COVID. What Everything's made, been put back. What made COVID? you write it? Um, right? <laughs> no, it just an opportunity to sort of put my life down on on paper was an opportunity that sort of popped up after I did Survivor for the second time. Um, a, a publisher came to me and asked me if if I'd be up for writing a book, and uh, yeah, I just I thought I'll. Oh, Let's give it a run. I wanted to do it when I retired, but um, I couldn't get someone else to write it. And I didn't think I had it in me to actually write a book. So when this time came around, I think I'd matured enough and I'd sort of had enough time to sort of put my thoughts on paper personally. And uh, I feel like it was the best thing to do because, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life Mm. and to sort of put it through another filter and then put it on paper. It's not really my story. So having the opportunity to do it was uh, too good an opportunity to pass up and something for the kids to read in later life. Now, you've got a great career when it comes to sport and, of course, the reality TV stuff, but, you know, you, your dad is, as we said, the prince of centres. Did you get a chance to reflect back on your relationship with him and, and yeah. did that yeah, bring a lot of time. emotions to the, to yeah, the surface? Yeah, I mean, it was real hard, Sats, I've got to tell you. Like, I, I actually, when I, when I got to that particular section about losing dad and going through what we went through, I actually sort of... You know, basically, I, I rang the publisher said, I can't do it. You know, like, I, I don't want to do this. And um, they, they actually said, okay, we'll get we'll get someone else to write that bit for you. Um, I, I took a couple of months off and then just sort of, like, forced myself to get back into the office and start writing again. I just, yeah, I just said, I can't write all the book. And then the most, I guess, heart-wrenching stuff and the, the, the emotion that I went through, I, I can't have someone else write about that. I'm still going to have to talk about it if someone else writes about it, so I may as well just bloody write about it. Um, it was hard because, you know, when you're writing about that stuff, you want people to understand what you're going through, so you've got to put all the emotion down on paper, and and sometimes it doesn't sound right, so then you send it to the editor, and then they send it back to you. Can you rewrite this? And then they send it back again, and you, you, you rewrite it half a dozen times before you get it right, mm. and um, it was it was really tough. Yeah, but um, it, it helped me to understand why my dad was the way he was. It helped me to understand... Uh, my upbringing, and and I won't say I hated my childhood, but I, I really struggled to come to terms with it. Um, and after writing the book, I sort of, I've sort of. Is that coming to terms with your dad being famous and you yeah, being an athlete, or and yeah, and yeah. and just our relationship and the way that he treated me and the way that he he looked at looked at the way I was trying to achieve things and the way that he, yeah, like everything was hard, you know. Like Did you was, find your dad as a was he a tough, hard oh, marker? Yeah. My but, father yeah. was the same. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Mm. And, um, yeah, it wasn't, you know, I mean, look, uh, I mean, there are a lot, there are a lot of people out there that had it harder than me growing up, but, um, you know, trying to achieve what I was trying to achieve and emulate him, you know, you'd think you'd get the whole, the pat on the back and I'm proud of you, but it just never came. So mm. it was, 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 it, 
Matty, was that because you talked about the Wallabies thing earlier, and and we laughed about that, and he said, "Oh, you know, Jesus, like watching paint dry," um, and you just beat the All Blacks in the Blenders Lane, yeah. and you scored the winning try. Yeah, yeah. Was there a moment he came to you and just said, "I'm proud of you, mate"? No, no really, there wasn't. No, no, and wow. and, and I think I, looking back, I, I I know he was, and and from from what I know now, after writing the book and speaking to his friend and speaking to other family members, he would gloat to them, but never to me. Yeah, right. You know, so I know it was there, and and you know, look, it'd be nice for him to be here now to for him to say that, or or for me to say to him to thank him because he he turned me into a competitor. You know, mm. like there was nothing given in our house, uh, not not nothing. Like he, we would compete at everything, and I remember going to mum and 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 complaining about me dad not letting me ever beat him. <laughs> And, uh, thinking, you know, she, she went and spoke to dad and she goes, Stephen, you've got to let the, you know, the kids win sometimes. Then the next time we played, he gave it to me. Like, he's like, mate, you want to go and win to your mum about not, not winning? He wow. goes, you want me to give it to you? You want me to just hand you victory? I'm like, mate, you're not going to get anything in this world. Was it the same for Donnie, your brother? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And, um, yeah. And, and you know, the hard thing, I guess, for like, he was like that. He was a competitor. And like, when you're a kid you know, playing handball against your dad or, you know, doing anything against your dad. And your dad's probably one of the, the greatest athletes in the country. <laughs> it's pretty hard to notch up a victory. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. When I, when I actually got to the point where I could beat him in golf, he stopped playing me. So oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty, he was, in, he was as competitive as I am, you know. So, um, but I'm, I'm grateful for it now. You yeah, know, yeah. Looking, like as you get older, you realize what he was doing. He was creating a hunger inside me. And, but when you're young, you don't see that. You just no. think, well, let me win. You know, yeah, you sort of go she, crying to mum. How, how would he feel nowadays that we're not allowed to keep score in in or, sport? Or play for grand finals before you're th- under thirteen. Oh yeah. mate, well, well, you yeah. know when 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 Max when Jack, my twenty six year old, started playing, he was alive and he came to the games and and they didn't keep score. He was like playing under sixes and and um, <laughs> I remember Dad saying to Jack one day, "I mean, who won?" And he goes, "Ah." Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And he goes, yeah, it does. <laughs> he goes, if I don't, that's why there's points, tries and goals. And um, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not happy about that. I mean, I don't know how you guys are. I are hate it. That. I mean, I'm thinking like, but you, it's not about winning. It's about learning how to lose as well. Absolutely. It's about everything. It's about, you know, working with a team and fighting for something. It, it teaches our kids so much and we're taking that away from our kids. It's like, I don't know. I'm sure someone's sitting in a, the psychology room somewhere with a heap of other psychologists and they've thought this will be better. I think, I think the nature of that schoolyard, everybody gets a, a, a prize. I think, I think all our, to- our major sports suffer because of it. I think nowadays we've got this top tier of elite athletes and the under and, and we've got no depth anymore because we don't have that, that fight, hmm. um, in every kid that competes. I mean, you leave school, you're fighting for a job, yep. you're fighting for a position at, university you're fighting for your life basically you know, backs, yeah. every day of your life i mm. mean I, I just I, I i don't agree with it I, I mean i'm sure there'll be someone out there all going no you're wrong but no i, I don't know anyone in our demo i think it's trying to school. silence a lot of the parents you know we see the competitive yeah. parents that live vicariously yeah. through the children i think it's a, which is wrong right it's a bit of a well it's a, it's a wrong on the parents behalf a- absolutely but i think it's a lot of the time is to, to try and have a shot at them to try and control control that supposed I don't know, verbal pressure that, that young kids are put under. 
Is this the most serious we've ever been on yeah, this probably, show? Yeah, yeah probably, yeah. So it was, Sorry, no, 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 no. It was, it was, mate, it was unbelievable what you were Tell just... Tell a joke, Rat. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, last laugh coming up a little later on tonight, uh, but that'll be great for us. But it's funny, just to finish off on that, we're talking about this the other night when we're, a whole bunch of us, 20 of us got together for the, the grand final, and we're talking about you can't keep score and, and all that sort of stuff, and there's no winners in sport anymore because it upsets the losers. And it's funny, everyone talks about resilience nowadays. But no one practices it. No. Mm. And, you know, what are we teaching our kids if we're not teaching Absolutely. resilience? Righto. I want to get onto something. Oh, by the way, Simon Orchard from Greyhound, New South Wales, talking about resilient. This guy played hockey for the uh, for the Hockey Roos yep. and now works for Greyhound, New South Wales. And the toughest thing you've had to do is give us tips on a Wednesday night for oh, Wenty Park. So dish lickers. Yeah, listen oh. out for that. Jeez, have you seen the money on offer now for the dish lickers? So it's sports day. Oh, mate. We're getting in on the game. Yeah. We're getting in on well, it. Well, you're going to buy a horse. No. A horse. You're going to yeah, buy we are. We're going to put a horse <laughs> in a greyhound race, <laughs> yeah. and if we don't win, there's something wrong. We mate. actually put, put it out to our listeners. <laughs> we put out to our listeners what the name of the dog should be, and we, we've kept a poll, and so far the leader is... Hey, Mum! The meatloaf! Mum of the meatloaf. We want it now! Yeah. Mum, the meatloaf! <laughs> the meatloaf. Yeah, because if the it doesn't meatloaf? win, that's what it's going to be. Is that name not copyrighted? Mum of the meatloaf. Mum the meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah, that, but we're, not, we're adding Ma at the beginning. Ma, yep. the meatloaf. Mm. And that's exactly the factory it'll go to. <laughs> if it does, Is that the reason we're doing it or we just that we love that theme? We just love that theme. Right, yeah. So that's mm. going to – so we're looking for um, – have you got greyhounds? I used to have a few. How'd they go? We had a few good ones. I, I owned them with uh, Lottie Takiri and Matt Giddo. Oh, here we, we go. Uh, we, had, uh, we had about six at one stage. We, we won a few races. We never – I mean, there was no million-dollar no. race back then. So but um money. We, yeah, we, we used to like a flutter on the dogs, and we, we, we had a few that got up. We had one that won on Christmas Eve, play, paid 20 to 1. It was a beauty. Paid for everything. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, gamble responsibly uh, as well. But, um, yeah, we've got, to try, we've got to get onto that, Sats. We should get a I guy. am onto it. I'm talking to a guy at the moment. I want one by Christmas. My guy's talking to your guy. Okay. Uh, text here from Rooster Muds, one of our loyal listeners. Um, we're talking about, well, we do a thing called Teamless Tuesday. Which the boys absolutely hate was on we Thursday. No, but we, we're going we're <laughs> to do this because you're here tonight, um, and of course the Australian team was selected this week for the Rugby League World Cup. Rooster Mars Sats, do you want to go through the team? And I want you boys to discuss this as well. Right. Oh, actually, mm. I'll tell you the team you discuss. Right, he's put together his uh, greatest Australian team. You ready? Yep. Okay, Eric Groth. No, senior. Billy Slater. Billy Slater. Where is Billy? Oh, there he is. He's Billy Slater. Then Eric Growth, I'm, I'm assuming senior, right? Mm. Your dad, Steve yep. Rogers. Brett Kenny are the centres. Brett Morris. Wally Lewis. Andrew Johns is your half. Yep. yep. Lazo. Mm-hmm. The only player, there was two players, by the way, didn't score a try in the 1994 Kangaroo Tour. One of them was Lazo. Right. And Ciro. And Ciro was the other. Mm. Both of them wouldn't come on the show today. <laughs> Cameron Smith. Artie. Bobby McCarthy, my favourite player. My favourite. My favourite. Bradley Clyde, what a player. Oh, wasn't he? Ron Kurt, yeah. Reserves, Bobby Fulton, Brad Fittler, Darren Lockyer, Gene Miles. Boys, discuss. Well, for starters, the bench is very light on for forwards. It'd be, be tough when Lazo and Artie want to have a break. <laughs> to put in there. Yeah. I agree with Billy Slater. I think he's the, yeah, I'm with that. the greatest fullback. Eric Groth is probably a... Winger that would be playing today, the size and the style that he played at back in the 70s and 80s. Pioneer, uh, wasn't he? It was, yeah. yeah I agree right. with Sludge and uh, Brett Kenny. You have to agree with Sludge because I'm here. 
No, not only that, but 70, 82 kangaroo tours yeah, and, yeah. and to keep the quality of players out of those test teams and as well. And 73 kangaroo tours. He did too, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I'm through. And then, um, but I'd have, I'd have Mal in the centres with Sludge. Yeah. Uh, Mal, four kangaroo tours, of course. Uh, I'd have growth on the wings with Ken Irvine. Mm. I'd have uh, Brett Kenny at 5'8". I'd have Andrew Johns at half. Yeah, I'd have Lazo Smith. I'd have Petro in the front row. I think Petro's... Petro. What a player. What a great player. Nearly 50 tests for his country as yep. a forward, as a front row. I'd have Bobby McCarthy and Ciro, first forward to go on three kangaroo tours. Ciro. Yep. Brad Clyde at lock, yeah. I'd have Wally on the bench. I just think Brett Kenny was such a special player. And we've talk, talked about this at length with when Badger's here that he kept he kept Wally out of the 82 number six jersey yep. and he kept Mal out of the 86 centre position. Pretty special player, isn't it? Hey, Brett Kenny was my favourite player as a kid. And I met him, I think it was in 81. Australia played France at the SCG and I was five years old. And I met him as we were walking in. I was walking in with Dad to this game. Dad was the captain of the team. And uh, I met Brett Kenny and he said, and I, and I it was just in awe, you know, like you're a five-year-old kid. I'm looking mm. up at like my hero. You know, Steve, the captain's my dad, but he's my dad. <laughs> you know, I can live with him. See Brett Kenny. And uh, shake his hand. He shakes my hand and he's like, what are you going to do when you grow up? I said, I want to do this. And he goes, you can do it, son. And I met him and I, and I, I saw him about, it was 2016 at the Sharks grand final breakfast. And I, and I said to him, oh, the grand final lunch. And I said to him, do you remember? And he goes, I remember. He goes, I remember what you asked me and I remember what I told you. And wow. It was, just a, it was an amazing sort of just full circle. But yeah, he, he for me, yeah, I, I, put, uh, I put him in at the 5-8 position too. Not because of that. He was just a natural. And, yeah. you know, what he did with the football in his hands. I mean, I'd put Wally on the bench. He could cover your lock, cover your 5-8. Um, just a, an amazing player. I'd probably um, I'd probably put Bobby Fulton in the centres with Steve Rogers. Um, you know, one of the all-time greats. Tough. Just a, a great competitor. But, look, I mean, you, you, could, you could throw Chief in the front row. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, I mean, there's – but Bradley Clyde. What a player he oh. was. Just revolutionised the lock position. Just uh, an absolute freak. Had the pleasure of playing against him, as you would have said. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. A, just a, a freak of a man. And, and an absolutely great bloke, too. Knocked yeah. me out in Kudamundra one day. I was in hospital you for two days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's Brett Kenny not an immortal? Yeah, well, he, I mean, he, he, he certainly ticks all the boxes, doesn't he? Kangaroo tours, premierships, um, I mean, you, you could argue how's Ray Price not an immortal either. Or don't um, get Adrian. Adrian, uh, he'll yeah, agree with you. He sent yeah. a, a message here about Ray Price, about how great he was. He seems to get forgotten. He does. Yeah. He does. He and When Param- yeah. when he retired, him and Mick Cronin, wasn't when Sturlow retired and Brett Kenny. Yeah. It was when Ray Price and Mick Cronin retired. Well, you'd, like, you'd, you'd, probably, go, you'd probably say, like, if you had to pick who was the heartbeat of that side, it was Ray Price. Mm. You know, he did all the dirty work, you know, got – yeah, he just, I mean, I mean, phenomenal player, and yeah, I mean, I, it, I think, I mean, how many people can you make an immortal? Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, that's what the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame, I think, is an, is a tremendous honour. Um, you know, there's been many people, you know, talk to me about my old man becoming an immortal, and I, I just sort of think, you know, the one thing that, and, and every player of his ilk, of his era, they tell me he should be an immortal, and and you know, when Mal got got presented with his immortal um, jacket. My brother was at the dinner that night and Mal said to, to Don, you know, this, this jacket could so easily be your dad's. Yeah. You know, but look, the reality is my dad never won a premiership and it's probably, 
goes a long way to pushing you mm. into that sort of status. If you couldn't lead your side to a premiership, does it take away? It's probably the one thing that does. I mean, I believe he should be an immortal, but, you know, I'm probably a little biased. Well, Jeff from the Nulla, he texted in really early on, actually, um, half an hour into the show, said, can you ask Matty on his thoughts about Sludge becoming an immortal? Yeah, it's, it's... I'm happy to start the hashtag. Sludge for, <laughs> sludge for immortal. I mean, yeah. um, but, you, wow. you know, you, I mean, look at the players that have missed out mm. in, in the past, the Ray Prices, the Brett Kennys. Look at the players that we've got to come that you would think, how does Cameron Smith not become an immortal? How does Jonathan Thurston not become an immortal? Yep. You know, what they've done in the representative scene, what they've done in the club scene. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I think we still need to, for our immortals moving forward, we need to have a certain amount of time that they're retired. I mean, I don't know what, if they have used that. used to be five years. I think it needs to be more than that. You've got to be retired five years before, before you can be. Because you if it's five it. years, you start forgetting about the people that played in the 70s and the 80s and the 60s. And I, and I, I think given the nature of the Hall of Fame, the way that it was um, started, and, and I think it's a, it's a great honour for any player to be considered or voted into the Hall of Fame, I think we need to ha- have some clear guidelines around, you know, what do you have to have done to qualify for to become an immortal? Mm. Um, like, do you have to have won a Do you have comp? to have won a, win yeah. a premiership? Do, you know, have you, have you been retired for 10 years? Have you? But I think if we start nominating players like a Cam Smith now or a Jonathan Thurston now. or I think we forget about the Ray, the Ray Prices and the Brett Kennys and the like. They yeah. do get forgotten. Yeah, you're right. Well, should we then uh, nominate and, and confirm immortals from uh, like a, a new one from each era every year? Yeah, I, I don't so think we have one about... from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and and, and So and I think modern... Lazo will be the next immortal. You really think so? Yeah, I do. Well, five, do. five premierships, three clubs. It's uh, it's a pretty two start up or three first premierships for those clubs as well. You know, I yeah, I, there's something uh, telling me yeah, he will I, be. I think that's a it's a it's a good. Uh, I mean, he'd certainly if he got it. No, you, you couldn't argue it. Mm. Could you? I mean, you, you certainly couldn't argue it. But I think you're right, Jason. I think I mean you Have go through that year. eras. Mm. Um, that way they're not forgotten, um, they're celebrated and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been so many great players that have come through our game over the years and, and good people. That, And, and I, I don't know, I mean, does it, do we just look at what they do on the field in relation to that? Um, you know, not only have they been great players but great contributors. See, the, the argument comes up Ron Coote. Yeah, well, the Georgie Piggins, you yeah. know, what he did for South. Mm. And, you know, these sort of things, these sort yeah. of men in our game. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's a lot to consider and, uh, you know, it, it's – yeah, probably not for now. Did it piss your dad off down. that um, Brett Kenny was his hero? Because he used to piss my dad off that Bob McCarthy was my hero. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you? I, I used to I used to sit in the Cronulla dugout when Cronulla played Parramatta and cheer for Parramatta. And my old man slapped me one day. He goes, "I don't mind you doing it at home, not here." <laughs> what well, is sitting in the dugout back in the day? Was so as a kid, you're sitting in the dugout. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a kid sitting on the sideline with a first grade team? It would never happen. And I, I remember Barry Russell used to just, I used to pester the hell out of Barry Russell. It used to drive him insane. I used to ask him question <laughs> after question, but I just wanted to be a footy player, you know? So I was just in the year of all these guys. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they used to call me Tony Barber because I was like, the, you know, <laughs> I used to ask so many questions. Boys, heard that team. Here's a text from Yamba Seagull. Uh, where's Ken, Ev- Ken Irvine? Yeah, I picked him in mind, Yamba. Of yeah. him yeah. making the whole crowd rise to their feet whenever he got the ball at the expectation uh, was it about what was about to happen. Mm. So uh, keep your text coming through. Are there any players that are missing from that greatest kangaroos side? That was a great text. 
Rooster Muzz has certainly got the boys thinking. 0457 736 736. Quick update in the uh, cricket. Uh, West Indies 1 for 24 after 2.2 overs. We've got a text here. Um, oh, it's a bit cruel. Uh, boys, it's uh, Maltese uh, Malman from Marrickville. Is it just me or does Dave Warner look like he's been eating a lot of pies lately? I've got a That's Ridiculous about pies a little bit later on. All right, we'll get to that. Also, uh, another one here saying, Bloody Beauty, one for none, boys. Welcome back, cricketers. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. Right here. And can I just say, too, I love Badge being here and, and, and Maddie's here for a couple of nights, but Badge would never have used the term hashtag. Mm, and right. that's something new for this show as well. Because yeah, so well, he still calls it the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. The Facebook. Yeah. He'll say to me, because uh, they also call me Woogie, he goes, hey, Woogie, have you put that thing up on the Facebook I've gone, yes, Badge. It's been up on the what Facebook. What about Badge brings in his paper oh, and he's got day. stuff circled and highlighted. And when we say, oh, there's breaking news, and you go, oh, I didn't read that in the paper this morning. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's yesterday's yeah, news, I mate. Which one let you I know. don't get why they would call you Woogie. What, what's that about? Oh, because apparently you look like that Dan Wooganowski from Oh, the, yes. Yeah. You know, oh, something come about on. Mary. Yeah, all the hives oh, lower his head. Woogie. Yeah. That's not. Come <laughs> yeah. on. That's, nice. Let's cut it out. Uh, we better go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kerr. Uh, if you've got it, that's ridiculous. Send it through to us, 0457 736 736. Sports Day with Sats and Jace. The Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, it's uh, Sats and Matt Rogers here tonight, 0457 736 736. Got a question for Matty or you want to uh, chime in about that great Kangaroos tour, the greatest team the boys have talked about it. And, I've got another question here. Uh, you make it quick, yes. St. Boyd. Yep. Can you ask Matty? who he most disliked playing against, as in hard to read, tackle, get tackled by? Oh, mate, I, I played against Jonah Lomu in the uh, in the Australian schoolboys. Oh, you did too, he yeah. Was, he was number eight and I was fly half. He picked the ball up every scrum and <laughs> ran straight over the top of me. <laughs> I was 60 kilos ringing wet. He was about 110 and ran in about 10, ran 110.5. But wow. he, he, was probably, he was the hardest. But, um, oh, mate, Wendell was always a, t- a tough battle. He's just big and strong. And Remember he used to commentate himself? Yeah. He'd run yeah, the he ball, did. he'd be trying to tackle. we go, look at Big Dale, run. Look how strong he is. <laughs> mate, you, know, you know who was bad, though? But like those big, long, those jerseys was um, Mick Hancock. He used to ragdoll me with my jersey. He used to swim me around like a lasso <laughs> <laughs> and just throw me over the sideline. Oh, yeah. great. Hey, uh, time for the AFL trade updates. Continental tyres engineered in Germany, proven. In Australia, Greater Western Sydney has agreed to pick up, uh, sorry, to pick to a pick swap, I should say, for Brisbane, which would help the Lions land Josh Dunkley, handy uh, Bulldogs player Josh Dunkley. The Lions are uh, are set to send pick number 15 to the Giants in exchange for pick 21 in a future second-round selection. Do you understand the the whole trade thing, Matty, for the AFL? No, I just tuned out. You're you're (laughs) a player manager in the league. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I I think the trade... I think a trade window would be pretty good. It'd be great. In in league. It'd be great. Yeah. I mean, players are... Like, clubs are loaning... Players yes. now, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it you know, it just adds to the opportunity to to better your squad, and you know, some clubs might want to move players on, or mm. you know, I, I just think 
uh, we need to get better at evening out the the league, and I think some of that sort of stuff could could do it. I mean, the salary cap that only does so much. There's no draft, so we can't, you know, clubs can't, you know, the, the bottom clubs can't pick the best players coming into the league, um, and that's where you get, you know, well-run clubs. They end up with you know the best teams and can set up dynasties similar to like what Melbourne have done and what Brisbane did for many years and what Manly did for many years. And um, yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a science behind it, I'm sure, but. Um, yeah, I think that'll help. What are your thoughts on November 1, people can start signing with clubs in a year's time? What it, I, I think as a fan, I think it's disgusting. It's hard, isn't it? It but, is. But, but you've got to think about, um, you know, clubs getting their roster in order, salary caps, um, players, and, you know, and their future. They mm. want to know where they're going, where they're settled. I mean, it, it's hard because if, you, if you're coming off contract at the end of next year and from November and you can't negotiate until June, you know, what happens if you, you know, you snap your Achilles in round two? I mean, you know, you're probably not going to get signed by anyone or your, your, your value goes down. So, look, the, 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 it's, it's, I understand it from a fan's point of view, but from a player's point of view, it's good to know that your future is secure. And, um, look, is it, is, it the, is it the best scenario? Probably not. But, you know, you know what, what, what's the solution? I know you don't like it, but have you got a solution? Mm. No, I don't mind the idea of a, a trade window like this, but – you can't trade draft picks. You know what can you trade? Yeah. Do you trade players? Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's. I, I think trading players would be trading players ideal. or loaning players as loaning part of players. that trade would yeah, be yeah. a good opportunity for league. At this stage, we're not going to have a draft because it takes away from the yep. the junior development that a lot of clubs, the cl- lot of clubs, you know, spend a lot of money and time on. Have we just fixed the biggest issue in rugby league? <laughs> have we yeah, done that's that? What we do well, on the I, show. I think. I think there needs to be. Um, if a club spends time, I mean, I mean, I, I, for instance, I'll use Greg Bird as an example. Greg Bird was a, a Cessnock junior, grew up playing up there, was a was a you know an out and out superstar as Strange a kid. Schoolboy, yeah. Newcastle wanted him. Um, they'd put time and effort into him, and then my old man was the CEO at Cronulla at the time, went in and snatched him away from Newcastle. Didn't cost him anything. Mm. I, I think that's bad from a from a, 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 a club's point of view is they can put time and effort into a player and then another club comes along and they can just take a player. I think something needs to be done in that regard uh, to to protect. Oh, and what that will do, it, it will force, well, it won't force, but it, it, will, it will push clubs into spending more money into their local area, into junior development, and that will help the game. Uh. Yeah, good call. Rodeo Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres. Today, time to do this. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. Hey, just before we get into that uh, ridiculous a cricket update, watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Cannot watch, I, I can't, cannot wait. I'm just going to watch every single game. Uh, the Aussies at the moment, uh, Windy, sorry, at the moment, one for 45 or 4.2 overs seem to be going all right at the moment. 10 yeah, runs, yeah. 10 runs and over at the moment. That's at Metricon Stadium. In front of a packed uh, row. Crowd's <laughs> going wild. Row. There is a row, uh, which has got to be – geez, you need to be a chip seller at Metricon tonight, I can oh, say that much. Yeah. Don't risk missing all your team's matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports Radio. Time for That's Ridiculous. Yep. Now, Maddie, this is where we throw stuff out. We have a bit of fun. You, you could be frustrated or think something stupid from any aspect of life. It could be sport. For expert car service, book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Uh, Satsy, you show the way. Jack, I need you in here too also on this other 
microphone. And while I do this, the news at former Raider Mark McLinden, don't worry, he's oh. a fine player. He was the pitch invader. <laughs> I saw that. At the NRL Grand Final. Come on, that's ridiculous. It was, yeah. And not only that, he had a bike lock around his neck because he's trying to dra- drag the uh, the goalpost pads off because he wanted to attach himself Oh, that's what he was going to do. To the goalpost. Protesting as what? A pro- uh, oil, <laughs> gas and... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently lives in Mullumbimby now and... Yeah, so he's a... <laughs> lives in Mullumbimby and takes... Partakes in the, the, the local fauna. <laughs> 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 so, so yeah. he's, a, he's a King Gardener, is he? Oh, yeah. yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently. It seems like it. Can I give you another that. quick one? Yeah, yeah of, of course. So um, this is the reason why I got Jack in here because we did a bit of research on this because the price of the meat pie mm. could rise as much as 75% in the coming months. Come on, that's ridiculous. And because the West Indies are playing it, and this is because the shortage of wheat and, and all that. And the, really? Yeah, there's a lot of things. Um and uh, so Jack has done a bit of research. Because the Australia versus West Indies are playing tonight, he's actually looked at meat pie prices. Yeah. So yeah. The, the average meat pie price at the moment in Australia is about is about $6.10. Is this from a bakery, like a, a good oh, pie? a bit of everywhere. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so I've had a look and I've got, the, I've got the average prices. So in Jamaica, they're three ten. Bahamas, $4.00. Trinidad and Tobago, $1.80. So those are the pirates of the Caribbean. Did you say wow. the Hummers? It's Bahamas. <laughs> you didn't get Hummers. it. What did you say? <laughs> say it again. Here we go. So, so you can say Bahamas. All right, all right you ready? Jamaica, $4.10. Bahamas, Who? <laughs> $3.00. And Trinidad and Tobago, eighty. Mate, you get six pies for about eight bucks, four and 20 pies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, those are the pirates of the Caribbean, all right? You get it. Is that US dollars? Did you get it? No, no, you get it. What? At the end, he goes, there's the pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That was good. I've got a that's ridiculous. Like that. If you don't, you got one. Mate? I've got one. All right, we got. Oh, I just think it's ridiculous. All the carry on about Penrith celebrations, mate. They're young guys. They've, they've not hurting anyone. Look, they've said some things that yeah, they probably wouldn't mind taking back. But, mate, I'm a football fan. I want to see young guys celebrate and have a good time. The carry on and the political correctness around. What they're saying, I mean, it's, it is ridiculous. Mm. Right, yeah. No, fair enough. You get that. Come on, that's ridiculous. For expert car service, book into your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Oh, yeah, my, mine's – it's ridiculous that Tim Payne has not played cricket for 20 months. Come on, that's ridiculous. Has it been 20 months? 20 well, he months. Had, he had neck surgery though, right? So he was out for a while with that. Yeah, but he was kicked out of the game yeah. for an incident that happened before he was Australian captain. It had been dealt with. And unfairly, he was sacked as Australian captain. Yeah. Unfairly. I, I agree. I agree. Mm. I mean, look, if it was dealt with, and that's when this whole political correctness comes out and somebody hears something and it's that whole woke movement that just drives me insane. Um, yeah. It hasn't played for 20 months. Hasn't played for 20. And, and the, he will be playing tomorrow at Allen Border Field against uh, Queensland in the, in the uh, Sheffield Shield. By the way, how good's Queensland look? Two, uh, two of their top six batsmen are Australia, current Australian players, Uzi and Labuschagne. Nice one. That's a that's a pretty solid, S- solid, so, solid way to open the batting. Absolutely. So uh, well done, Tim Payne, back uh, playing uh, first class cricket. He should still be the captain of the Australian Test team, uh, in my opinion, what? and a lot of other. Really? Oh come on, mate. Have you got a short memory? He yeah, he saved that side. He's great. He saved him, him and Justin Langer. Langer. They're outstanding. Yeah, yeah, they were. And you watched the Australian cricket team go back to the bad old days. Oh, but they're better than better than everyone call. else. Oh, mate.
Come on. All right. Very opinionated on that. Well, I am the fourth. <laughs> Do you know what the, the fourth? fourth? I've got that many nicknames in Australia for cricket. Yep. Really? When yep. everyone else is on tour, he's the fourth. No. Right. Best. No, domestically, I'm the fourth. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Don't forget that. Mm. Crash Craddock's number one. Yep. Some other bloke's number two. Peter. Lawler. Lawler. Yeah. Who's number three? Oh, Fat Cat. And then me. Oh, Heels. No, Ian Healy. Ian Healy. No, Barat Sundarason. Oh, no, nah, he's fifth. Is he, is he after Healy. you, is he? Yeah, Ian Healy's Heels. number three. Wow. Don't tell Barat I said What about that, Kerry? Kerry O'Keefe. Uh, he's funny, though. Yeah, yeah, right. He's mm. six. Yeah. <laughs> Simon Orchard, New South Wales Greyhounds, joins us next on Sports Day. Sports Day with Sats and Jace. The Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage, Drive Car of the Year. Yeah, some more of your That's Ridiculouses are coming up real soon. And don't forget, tomorrow it is... Fun Fact Thursday. That's Fun Fact Thursday. Oh, God. We'll get you. That's Scott Sattler doing uh, some character voices there. It's not me. I'm telling you. Jack swears it's you. Mm. We're going to get one of those police voice analysts on the phone, (laughs) and he'll tell us that that's you. It's all right, mate. That's good gear. (laughs) That's exceptional gear. Move on. Time to talk about the dogs. Thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales joining us now. G'day, mates. Howdy, fellas. How are you? Yeah, very good. good, Very good. Now, the Blacktop final is on at the Garden in Newcastle this Friday night. Yeah, it sure is. We had uh, five ripping heats last Friday, guys. I was on track for them, and I'm glad I came because Gatlin in the first heat let off and broke the track record. It was 29.16. Gatlin went 29.09, so beat the record by about a length. Uh, it was an easy run, and then an hour later, boys, a dog by the name of French Martini came out and was the first dog in history to break the 29-second mark at the Gardens. She went 29, uh, 28.96, I should say. Uh, that dog's trained by Pete Legagioni. He's won $2 million chases already, and he actually spoke, not this time, but last time he had a dog that broke 29 seconds at a different track. He spoke to the Guinness Book of World Records. They actually gave him a call. To, to verify the fact that a dog had broken 29 seconds. And Pete was expecting another call from the Guinness Book of World Records this week because there you go. No dog has broken 29 seconds at the Gardens and I think only four or five dogs in history have broken 29 seconds for that trip. So remarkable set of heats and we've got the final this Friday night. Hopefully the rain stays away because it honestly is a field worthy of a million-dollar chase final. There's eight great dogs. I've got no idea who's going to win, uh, but it's going to be an absolutely ripping contest. What's the turnout like, Simon, at Newcastle on Friday night? Will it be a, uh, a big turnout, crowd-wise? Well, I sure hope so, um, boys. I guess now that footy's finished, both AFL and NRL, whichever code you choose, it's a bit of a lay period, right? There's not a lot of sport getting around. The NBL kicked off on the weekend. I saw that. Um, what else do you watch, you know? Mm. Why not get out to the to the dogs at the gardens? It's a beautiful setup there. They've got a great grandstand. It's one of those tracks, boys, uh, a bit like Suncourt Stadium in the footy where you feel like you're sitting on top of the action. Uh, so it's a really good place to watch greyhounds, and it's a great place to have a bet and have a drink if you want to have a good time as well. Now, shifting away from the million-dollar chase, of course, um, but the Goulburn Cup, that's, on, that's upcoming in the next few weeks. Is that right? Yeah, you're spot on. We've had some racing in and around the city the last couple of months with the Million Dollar Chase, but we're heading out to the regions for the next couple of weeks, boys. So obviously, we've got the Blacktop in Newcastle this Friday. Next 
Friday, the heats of the Golden Cut were 40 grand and the heats of the Golden Fireball worth $25,000 will be run. And look, this is just another feather in the cap of the Golden Club. They've just gone from strength to strength. They've got, honestly, the best kennels in the state. They've got the best club room in the state. They're going to have one of the best facilities in the state when they get a new track and a new straight track uh, sometime next year. And now they've got prize money increases for their feature races, the Golden Cup and the Golden Fireball. So, look, if you're a trainer at the moment, guys, and you've got a couple of good dogs and you can't make a living off greyhound racing, honestly, I don't, I don't know what you're doing wrong because there's just races coming out of our ears worth mm. twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. And then you throw in races like the Million Dollar Chase, the Easter Egg, uh, a race called the 715, which debuted this year at Newcastle as well. There's just there's prize money everywhere. So mm. I, I might need to ask for a raise if people will be scared <laughs> all over the place. And, and look, the other thing too is that so we've got to get back to finding our, our greyhound. I was only thinking about it while I was on holidays. I've got some ideas. I'll talk to you about it off the air, all right? Because mm. we've got to get a greyhound for this show. You talking about Ma <laughs> the Meatloaf? Yeah, Ma the Meatloaf. Yeah, uh, That is the name of our of our greyhound. Now, listen, uh, let's move on to Wenny Park tonight, Simon. Got a couple of tips for us. Yeah, I sure do. Uh, speaking of people who have found a dog, I'm not sure if, he, if Matthew Johns is tied up in this, but race four, number two, Tiny Hands Johns. So <laughs> this dog is named after Matthew Johns. I don't know if he's in the ownership or not. I'll have to look that up. But anyway, he comes to town for the first time tonight. He's had a pretty good provincial record. Hasn't missed the frame, boys, in six career starts. Two of those wins in really nice time at Gosford and Richmond. I reckon tonight from box two, he'll be really hard to beat. $2.80 into $2.50 at the moment with bet 365. Uh, that's race four, number two, Tiny Hands Johns. And then we go to race nine, lucky last on the card, number two, Aqua Tiger. Going terrific. 11 starts for six wins, four minors. Only missed the money on one occasion. Uh, and it, his track and trip PB boys came at Wenty last start. So he's still improving. He beat the second favourite, Zipping Karen, last week. That same dog is in box one tonight by four lengths. So Zipping Karen would have to overturn a four-length margin if she's going to knock off Aqua Tiger. I just don't think it can be done. It looks like it's going to be a bit of a wet night in Sydney, but hopefully we can get to race nine, number two, Aqua Tiger, can finish off in fine style. Rightio, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Uh, we'll catch up with you, yeah, next week. Simon Orchard, thank you, mate. Sounds good, boys. Get the meatloaf ready. Let's go. <laughs> Sports Day with Sats and Jace, the Kia EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Sats and Jace. Thanks to Kia, the Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. All right, something was meant to play there, but it hasn't played. So thank you. Here we go. That's it's better. time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's, um, what is it? Greasy fingers. Is that what you say? I've got Sats. Sausage fingers. A quick update in the cricket. We've got uh, the Windies at three for 66. Uh, which over? Coming into the 10th over. Coming into the 10th. So they've, they've um, pulled them back a bit, haven't they? Mm. They were going about 10 and over. Now they're going in at six and a half and over. So. Cumming, Cummings at uh, one for five. Yeah, they needed to halt the uh, the runs because they were coming in. Boys, last blast. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this is where we do a, a few things here. Uh, and thanks for your text, by the way, uh, from McDonald Jones 
birthday sale. It's uh, on now. What about New York Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge? Yeah. Made history today. 62. 62 home runs. Uh, this is how it happened. Oh, it's not there. It's disappeared. It's on gone, me. is it? Hang on a second. I've got it here somewhere. Hang on. One moment. One moment. Let me check. Is this Jack's this. fault? It is Jack's fault. Mm. So, hey, Jack, while I'm about to play this audio, can you come in? We want to talk about uh, the soccer. Now, it broke the record from 1961? Yeah, the franchise Maris. record. So about? that's the American League. Yeah. Because yes. there's, still, there's still the other side of the league when there were no things called designated hitters where there's uh, Sammy Sosa, uh, Mark McGuire. Yeah. Um, you know, they got 71, 72. Barry Bonds, yeah, it's 71 or 72. Don't you love the way that they get behind their sport? I love they, it. They lit up the Empire State Building in New York Yankees. That's cool. Jersey. Like it's, um, how cool is yeah, that? It's, it's just, mm. yeah, we could take a few lessons from the Americans the way they get behind their sports. Yeah. Well, I, I agree about that as well. Hey, one thing I want to mention too um, you're in the market for a new barbecue? No. Okay. But I, I'm always in the market for a new barbecue, to be <laughs> Something honest. for free, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, go to ikenwin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbecues. They're, so They're good. I was explaining how you good these are. You convinced me, you know. Really? You'd, oh, you'd have one. I've got a big smoker. I love smoking meat. I don't like it. <laughs> I love it. Don't get woogie started no, ribs and... No. Uh, what? No, you got you, what, I you like grill? to slow. You just no, grill. no, I like to slow cook mine over Hang on coals. A Hang on a sec. No, this, again, I'm the fat smoking? guy here, mate. This is no, one of the most important questions we'll ask... What? Rat Rogers tonight. How do you eat your steak? Medium rare. There you yeah, go. well done. You can stay. Jack, you come back tomorrow. Medium. Yeah. Anyone who eats their steak, well done. Yeah. Don't listen to the show ever again. No. Look, look that's, at, that's when you've got to hand your steak to your mate <laughs> next thing. Can you just chew on this for a bit and give it back to me? <laughs> so like I can thong, swallow it. <laughs> We've listened to you a lot about your dad tonight. Did he? Was he like our old, our old man? So he used to put like uh, this this metal piece of whatever on two bricks. Bricks. With wood underneath <laughs> yeah, it, and it was it. Like, unless it was black, it wasn't coming inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bit of kero to light it yeah. up. That's right. <laughs> Petrol. Up. But, like, no, but he'd get the plate that hot. He'd think it was cooked because it was black on the outside, but it was blue on the inside. <laughs> yeah. It was still raw. And what about cleaning it? Like you've had birds pooing oh, on it, mate. rats running over it. Newspaper, a bit of beer. <laughs> mate, and salt. Uh, what did the salt do? I don't know. Who knows? We were mate. talking about this earlier. And you chip we? the rust away because oh, you haven't oh, used mate. it in six months. And mate, you'd say, Dad, I don't want to eat off that. He goes, mate, it's flavour. <laughs> oh, no, flavour. <laughs> Absolutely. Beer and salt, my old man used to. Mm. Or oil. Then the whole thing was on fire oh, and your sausages mate. are yeah. burnt to a crisp. Mm. And you used to have the thick sausages yep. and they'd be black as. Anyway, go to ikenwin.com.au. This doesn't happen with the Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown. You can win that barbecue this summer. Very quickly, Jack likes to talk about soccer. Yeah. Yeah, you love this, Matt. This is great. Uh, Champions League <laughs> results today. Uh, Liverpool beat Rangers 2-0. Trent Alexander-Arnold scored an absolute worldie of a goal. Who? Uh, What's a worldie? Yeah, What's a worldie? A worldie is great, great is goal. That, is that in uh, soccer? Yeah, world class. Hurry up. A worldie, worldie. right yeah. International beat Barcelona. Controversial in a 1-0 win there. Barcelona definitely deserved uh, a penalty there. Um, and Tottenham drew with Eintracht Frankfurt. Nil all. Did Napoli beat Ajax? Thrashed Ajax. Ajax. Six Ajax. 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 Yeah. Is that what you clean your kitchen with? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. He says, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Do you know you hate hearing about your uh, your wife's exes and how many yeah. she had? And I, yeah. I, I learned today like, that my wife has had 61 exes before me. 
And because she calls me her 60-second lover. We've got to go. It's where you fake laugh, man. They're really bad. They're really bad, man. Yeah, 60 second lover. Yeah. I must be the 30 second, my <laughs> wife. Anyway. Hey, boys, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. We'll catch you then. See ya. See ya. Good night. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.